Stephen Kruetis on SAFM. 12 after 7. Good morning. Over the last few days, leaders of the ANC have criticised and I suppose in some cases perhaps insulted the party's former leader, the party's former president, Jacob Zuma. Yesterday, the ANC's KwaZulu-Natal Provincial Secretary, Berkiem Tolo, told you he believed Zuma had expelled himself from the ANC through his decision to campaign for the new political party, Mkonto Isizwe. Over the weekend, the Water Affairs Minister, Senzo Mkunu, said Zuma was motivated only by his hatred of President Cyril Ramaphosa. There's been a variety of other comments. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I think you will know some of what ANC leaders have said about Zuma's decision to do this. Well, a spokesperson for the new political party, currently known as Mkunto Isizwe, is Ntlamulo Ntlela. Ntlamulo, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. Is President Zuma motivated only by his hatred of President Ramaphosa? Is that why the MK party exists, to fight Ramaphosa? President Zuma is motivated uh, by his love for the people and his love for what used to be an ANC of uh, President Nelson Mandela, President Ortambo, which is not the ANC of today. The ANC of Cyril Ramaphosa does not care for the people. Um, and it is very clear in, in the, with the current state of the lives of people in this country and the economy as it states. Um, is President Zuma still a member of the ANC or has he left the ANC? President Zuma stated clearly, Stephen, um, at the announcement um, on the 16th of December 2023 that he's a member of the ANC. He'll die a member of the ANC. And I think what's important, maybe just to give, give some clarity here, because I think maybe this is what's causing confusion. In 1960, when the ANC was disbanded by the apartheid government, because of the fact that it was straightjacketed and could not liberate the people, President Mandela and other comrades in that case had to find another way. And was, in this case, Mkonto was seized, which was the paramilitary wing of the ANC, was formed. And that was to take back the country by the bullet. Today, and by the way, you must also remember that President Zuma was um, um, the members of the Mkonto Sizwe at that point in 1961 when Mkonto Sizwe was formed, were members of the ANC and they swore an oath because they wanted to, they were patriotic citizens to fight back the apartheid government and win it by the bullet. Today, we're saying Mkonto Sizwe as a party, not a paramilitary wing, as a party, is the only solution in this case to fight back this country, uh, that is, to fight back for this country, um, and against a white-controlled ANC that is no longer ANC. And we're going to do, the, do that by the way of the ballot, not the bullet. Okay. Let me put this question to you in a slightly different way. Um, do you trust Zuma? He still belongs to the ANC. If he's betrayed the ANC to join MK, and he's still a member of the ANC... What stops him from one day betraying MK and going back to the ANC? President Zuma has never betrayed the people. That's why you're getting such a resounding response by virtue of him campaigning for Mkonto Caesar. So people trust President Zuma. And President Zuma stated many times that people think they know him, whether it be the media, whether it be um, you know, the private sector. They don't know him. The people that know him are the people on the ground. And he stated that here, and it's a fact. That's why you're seeing such a resounding response to him giving people hope and saying that he's going to campaign from Condor Caesar. If people know him and if people love him, 
why were there protests against him and his government when he was the president? If what you say is true, why did surveys during the time show that his approval rating fell below 20% towards the end of his presidency? You say that people love him, but there seems to be very little proof of that at the moment. No, I don't think there's little proof of that. I think that is uh, not true, uh, Stephen. Let's go back to what you're referring to. At the time when I think you're referring to the Zuma must fall campaign, that was a white monopoly capital driven through white owned media um, campaign. So just to be clear, anyone who opposed Zuma in the ANC is controlled by white people. Yes, correct. And that's why the current ANC and most of them, let me state, hold on, Stephen, let me, let me give you some context here so you understand. It's not controlled by white people. There are white people here that love this country, but there are those few that want to control and ensure that the resources of this economy and this country only belong to them. And, and, black and they control everyone in the country. ANC now, that very they small group of more. white people. Well, they no, of course, they're very powerful. They're very powerful. They control. They control mm. most mm. of the NEC members. Mm. They control even this current president. And it's a fact, Stephen. So let's not make it a race issue. And I think okay. let's not push it towards a race issue. I think we're looking at economic capital and control here of this country, of which it cannot be that it continues to be this way when people and apply to the people is not is, is not being adhered to and taken care of. Jacob Zuma was president for nine years. Let me put it to you like this. The group of people who benefited the most from his time as president were members of the Gupta family. No, Stephen, that is not true. In actual fact, there were a lot of uh, white-owned businesses that that, that, that benefited during President Zuma. So he was helping white people too? Your argument can't go in six different directions at once. I I said to you, and, and the thing is, I think what you need to allow and stop badgering, Stephen, is allow one to respond. What I'm saying to you is that this country was a whole lot more vibrant than it is right now in terms of its economy. Black people, there were more black millionaires under the Zuma, so-called white, um, nine wasted years. There was proper infrastructure. There's no proper infrastructure. There was a rail system that worked. This economy was vibrant. It, it, load shedding did not have the kind of, in actual fact, load shedding came to an end. Now we're seeing elements of water shedding creeping in. That's, current, uh, is that not the consequence of Zuma's governance? It was during okay, his time that this maintenance was not done. It was, and in fact, a court, true. just hold on, and a court has made this finding that the power stations were run too hard during this time in the load shedding judgment uh, earlier, uh, late last year. It made a finding that, in fact, that was the case based on the evidence. It was during the Zuma time that the power stations were overrun, which led to the problems we have now. It was then that water infrastructure was neglected, that railways were neglected, all while President Zuma was president. Stephen, I think uh, we need to shy away from propaganda and look at what the reality is. The way that people are responding today is a clear indication that they are tired of this current-led Silver Maposa ANC. They are tired of this current state of this country. That is a fact. During President Zuma's years, there was proper infrastructure. Things were working load shedding and you know very well that is that is the fact we didn't have elements of water shedding creeping in our education system as it is our state-owned entities we had an saa by the way we never had an escom that is now for sale under the Cyril Ramaphosa led government everything that he touches is for sale and you... sold everything that president zuma touched at the time was gold 
That is the difference. And people, in this case, are tired of all the state assets being put up for sale. This is, this is, we cannot be continuously selling our crown jewels. Why can't we fix them? Why is it that we still have in this case? Well, Zuma I mean, already the, gave them to the Guptas. Isn't that what he tried to do? You, keep, you, you make claims look, against Ramaphosa. We have seen testimony under oath about how the Guptas benefited from Zuma's governance. We saw what happened at Transnet. It was so bad that in some cases, consultants actually paid the money back. That's because they realized what they had done. They realized the role of the Guptas. Are you really going to say the Guptas were not the people who benefited the most from Zuma's time in office? Are you really going to say that? I'm going to say to you that that, again, is just propaganda. And I think the focus here it's is... It's a finding by a commission from Gupta. testimony under oath that we all saw. No, but I mean, we know what was behind most of these commissions that were set up. These, quite honestly, these were commissions that were set up just to benefit a certain narrative. And who set them up? And it was Zuma. So, so the fact of the matter here is the following. I'm saying to you that there are a lot of black and white owned companies that flourished under President uh, Zuma. And that is a fact. So this narrative of saying that uh, you know, President uh, Zuma's uh, Guptas, as they always refer to them, that's not, a, that's not true. Is well, it okay he, said that, that, he uh, said they were his friends. He what? said that. But again, what? The Guptas, by the way, let me state, don't forget, they worked closely with President Mandela. They worked closely with President Mbeki. They don't, I don't think they worked closely with Mandela at all. They knew President Mbeki, that's true. I don't, they think, worked they worked, I don't think there's any evidence that they worked closely with Mandela. You don't think, but they, they did. So the, <laughs> the reality is, why is it that under President Zuma, that it must be an issue that, they're working, that they worked with President Zuma? All right. And Tlamula, this is a free democracy, it's an open country. And this country ought to be vibrant. The biggest problem is that right now, let's stop focusing on the past. We should be focusing on right now. People want change. People are hungry. We're busy talking about the Guptas, which is a false narrative. Let's leave that. Let's focus on the state of the country right now. When you leave, Stephen, you're going to be going home to a home that's got a generator. People don't have generators. People's companies are suffering. Black professionals are being sidelined. That is what's happening under the president. Uh, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa led uh, ANC government. All right. And Lamola, I'm sure you and I can argue about the track record, and I'm sure the country can argue about the, the track record of President Zuma for a long time. You say that um, Umkontuwisi is where the political party that you now represent is the sort of real MK that went underground to fight apartheid from the 1960s onwards. Uh, Zuma was due to visit the graves of two Umkontuwisi fighters this week, and the families of both Collins Chabane and Peter Dambuza Malada objected to him going to those graves if he was if this was a true political party that was true to their legacies why would the families have this objection you're saying the true mk we're not a paramilitary wing Stephen. and i'm saying um i, I can see a use of words there i think what's important to understand is that we said we're a political party number one number two uh, we've been hosted by virtue of as you've seen a resounding uh, response by uh, citizens in this country that want to see change and that want to see President Zuma speak to them. In this case, what then happened also with Limpopo, um, you know, the organizers, as is the case with all uh, events that we visit, they prepare a program and uh, we have to approve that program. And upon approving that program, uh, we would then action it accordingly. One of the elements of approving that program was to engage as per their proposal. By the way, it's not our initiative to go and visit the grave sites. It's not President Zuma's initiative. We were requested in this case to... So you're saying Zuma is still part of the ANC and MK? So, 
the families objected. They were very angry. They were furious at what at what at what uh, at the idea. I mean, this, the language from the Chabane uh, Foundation was unbelievable. Was was incredibly furious. I mean, is it really the right thing to use a people's graves in political campaigning? And clearly, the families no. are very unhappy. No, Stephen, I think what you don't know is that President Zuma enjoys a very good relationship with the Chabani family. Um, they've visited President Zuma before. And what I need to then state is the following, and I think I was finishing off until I could hear, I think there was someone asking you a question or another voice in the background. That's what actually stopped me. Um, what, what's important here is that when we said that we were, there's an approval process, President Zuma at that point, as a traditionalist, would never just show up at, at uh, pres- uh, Comrade uh, Collins Chabani's gravesite without having consulted his family. There's no ways. Mr. President Zuma is a traditional man, and we understand that there's customs and traditions that ought to be followed, even before you just show up at a gravesite. President Zuma is a very respectful man, and he would never do anything of that nature. It's just unfortunate that there was a poster that was circulating and that purported to create an impression as though President Zuma um, you know, had taken a decision uh, you know, of ill discipline to just go and uh, uh, disrespect a family uh, by visiting a gravesite without having the, uh, engaged them for their consent. That is not true. Okay, so it was a mistake. There was no such thing as a mistake. It's not true. <laughs> okay, so someone President just said Zuma, President President Zuma didn't President Zuma did not approve. Neither did he engage the family. So how can it be a mistake? President, I just mentioned to you that President Zuma, as a traditionalist could never make a mistake such as that. So it cannot be a mistake. Okay, and Lamula, so I just want to understand, you're going into the elections, you say that you have strong support. Um, it seems to it seems to all revolve, from what I can see, around uh, Jacob Zuma. Uh, your stated aim is to remove the ANC from power and Jacob Zuma remains a member of the ANC. Well, that decision can be taken at the right time. Um, the people will make that decision. And President Zuma will be consulted uh, by the people. And that's what President Zuma has also been doing. He's been consulting with all these events that he's, we've been having, all the rallies. And the people are saying uh, clearly that they want him to lead. So that decision is not a decision that we can take right now, that there's a process. And if President Zuma then uh, agrees, he will take up the, the, the role of, of leading accordingly. But yes, but but my this, point, my question still stands. Your political party is aimed at removing the ANC from power. Your campaigner in chief, or, or the most famous person who belongs to your party, is Jacob Zuma, and he's still a member of the ANC, the party you want to remove from power. Stephen, I can tell you the following: There's going to be a lot of members of the ANC that are going to vote for MK. You watch. Okay, you still That's haven't exactly. answered my question in Flamar. Uh, you you, yeah, you I'm, want I'm, to say I'm answering your question. You 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 are campaigning against the ANC. Jacob Zuma's campaigning against the ANC while remaining a member of the ANC. What's wrong with that? What's I'm not a member <laughs> of the ANC. I'm not a member of the ANC. How can anyone believe someone when they to say that you're serious when you say we're campaigning against a party but we belong to it at the same time? You can't support Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs at the same time. You don't have enough shirts to wear. Stephen, you can be a Bafana Bafana supporter and be a Kaiser Chiefs fan. Yeah, not when they're playing against each other. No, I'm saying to you, at the end of the day, what's most important for you to note? Number one is I'm not a member of the NK. uh, I'm not asking about you. I'm asking about Jacob Zuma. Number one. Number two. Well, Jacob Zuma is one of us, and we are one of him. And one of the so, ANC. And President, and, President, and President Zuma, President Zuma, by the way, we must refer to him as President Zuma. President Zuma 
um, is going to campaign from Konto Esizwe party, and there's nothing stopping him from not campaigning from, from Konto Esizwe party. It is his right. Mklamula Ntlela, thank you very much indeed. I'm sure it won't be the last time you and I engage the spokesperson for the Mkonto Wisizwe political party.